Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You are listening to The Britflix. Fright Fest Preview Podcast. Welcome to another Britflix.com podcast, Fright Fest Preview Series. And today I'm talking with Lawrence Moray Legasse. That right? That was good. That was good. Now, how do you pronounce my name? Stuart Wright. Perfect. You see, look, we're on the same level now. You see, for a French-speaking Canadian, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you you are one of the co-directors of and, and writers of the film Game of Death, which is playing at Frightfest, yeah? Exactly. Uh, unfortunately, my co-director, co-best uh, friend, and uh, with the, the guy with whom I do all my big projects, uh, Sébastien Landry, couldn't make it uh, today. Okay, well, look, we'll we'll try and make up for him being missing, and we'll uh, we'll make it entertaining for him when he gets to hear it later. All good. He just wanted to say he's a big fan of Paddington. I'm a big fan of Paddington. Well, you guys have uh, something in common. Well, if only he could be here, we could talk about it more. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but anyway, sorry, sorry, you're stuck with me. It's okay. Well, look, as, <laughs> as a starting point, Lawrence. Um, <laughs> Can you give, give the audience a brief synopsis as to what Game of Death is about? Game of Death is the story of a bunch of friends oh. that gathers into a cabin on a beautiful sunny day that ends up finding a weird game where they will, hap, hap, uh, they will um, find out that they need to kill 24 people or they, their heads is going to explode one by one. So it is the story, the journey of this bunch of, this crew of friends that uh, needs to morally find answer. Do, we need, do, do they want to let themselves die? Uh, is their life uh, worth 24 other lives? So what do you do when you're stuck in that situation? No, that seems like a fairly good horror dilemma to be starting out with. Yeah, totally. It's like a Jumanji meets Natural Born Killer meets Battle Royale, uh, that kind of movie. Yeah, I read, I read it's like Jumanji meets Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's another one. It's a, it's a good one also. <laughs> so, so with that in mind, where, where does this, where does your, I mean, it's the basic, like, um, 
the basic kind of Sophie's choice, isn't it? The the idea of if I don't kill somebody, then I die, and if I kill twenty four people, I live. So neither decision's good, is it? Exactly. There's no good decision, and that's really what we wanted to to explore, but in a fun and cartoon way, you know. Indeed, indeed. So what? So would you? Are you is 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 this a horror film straight up, or is this is this a horror comedy, or is this is this a black comedy? It's really hard to say because you know me and Seb, we're not really from the uh, gore or horror. Uh, uh, genre, you know, we did a lot of music videos. We did a lot of experimentation. We like to try different things, and this is really like our style and our test into that horror gore film. We really did what we wanted without too much thinking about the the, the classic codes or so. It's it's a bit hard for me to say uh, exactly uh, what type, you know. Well, no, no. Well, to be honest with you, it's it that, that fits with uh, something I read from the Nerdist describing your movie, which was do you know you know you're familiar with the Nerdist? Yeah, 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 yeah. He said he said if Scream, I think it's sort of like if Scream was um, was a love letter to the genre by a master, then Game of Death is hate mail with a, <laughs> with, with, with with a wink in its eye. <laughs> Yeah, I really like another one also that was like, it says if uh, uh, that movie and that movie had a baby, but it's a baby, but it's so it's still pretty stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so tell you us then, go on, sorry. Yeah, we, we, we really wanted to have fun making this movie. We wanted to put, uh, if we're going to do a, a gore horror movie, we wanted this to be bloody. Uh, we wanted to, people in the crowd to have fun and to have unexpected moments. Every time we do things, we like to challenge the viewers. I think uh, Game of Dead does that uh, to uh, challenge you, to surprise you, to always come up with new new thing. You know, even when I do a music video, sometimes I try to fuck things up a bit to do a bit uh, something that is a bit left field or a bit off. Just mm. to challenge a bit the the, the the classic uniformity, and it and it's it's I guess it's without irony that the 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 acronym for Game of Death is God. Yeah, is... it's uh, it, it 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 was a a happy uh, how do you say that uh, happy uh, surprise. Yeah, we yeah, didn't, yeah. At first, it wasn't even meant to be. You know, we just Game of Death, and while we were thinking about it, we're like, oh shit, it's God, perfect. <laughs> No, no, it is. It's really cool. Um, so, in the in the writing, now let me just just so I understand that the process here, because obviously I've been I've been emailing with Philip as well, one of your writers. Now on IMDb it says that he had, it's adapted by him, and you you guys are all credited as writers as well. So, what's it adapted from, and 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 what was the process of of writing it between between the three or four of you? Yeah, it was a big process because uh, it was uh, actually the first time. Uh, that me and Seb uh, w- w- decided to write our script and to really uh, uh, be there and to write dialogues. So okay. it was a long process. So we team up with, at first, with uh, Ed Arcor, Edouard H. Bond, mm-hmm. um, who is uh, one of our friends with whom we did uh, Caged, a short movie in 2013 okay. uh, that he, he completely wrote. So we team up, the three of us, we wrote the full script in French. 
because we're French-speaking Canadian, it's oh, yeah. uh, really easier for us to come up with like uh, human dialogue and that feels natural in in French. Got you. So we wrote, we wrote the full script for like I think it took us like something like uh, uh, six months, but not fully uh, 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 on it like 24/7. You know, we no, we, I, know, we, I know, I know what you mean, yeah. So after writing it in French, uh, Ed Hardcore got back to his life, and we teamed up with Phil Kalin to adapt it in English. And while we were writing it in English, there was also a, a lot of evolution, a lot of changes, and uh, at some point to, uh, we needed to adapt to the budget, and uh, Phil helped us with that. What, what, what would you say were, when, you, when your ambition is to sort of challenge expectations and stuff, what, what became the, the sort of storytelling challenges for you as you started to, to, to sort of map out what was happening in Game of Death? It was a question of uh, keeping the, 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 right, uh, the right balance between action and dialogue where you feel a bit that morality uh, dilemma, but not too much because it's still a cartoon, you know, it's still yeah, just yeah. for fun. Mm-hmm. So it was really to find that balance. <clears throat> and, you know, we're, we're, we're noob uh, uh, um, how do you say that? Uh, it was the first time for us writing it, so... We're still noobs, so it was for us. Everything was a challenge while while, while we were writing the, the the script of Game of Death. So, uh, well, well, but, but even, in terms of writing the rules for how it's going to work, obviously that's not reliant on language. So, so what? How did you come up with the rules for your Game of Death? Where did that Where did that come from? And what, And how did you make sure you stayed within the boundaries of your rules, as it were, to, for your films? Obviously, you mentioned films like Battle Royale, and, and you know the rules of that are pretty simple, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It, we we really wanted to keep it simple. We wanted a riddle. We mm. really based it on Jumanji for the riddle. Okay. Also, and um, we really wanted. It was hard to keep it sim- simple, but to have a, a, a rules that fit and that mm. make them embark into that journey. And, uh, you know, at some point, like, there was a timer with time for head explosion. After that, we said, like, fuck that. We don't need, like, a, a, a real amount of time. It's just it, when it explodes, it explodes. <laughs> fuck that. Like, it, it was a matter. It was a matter of uh, bringing it to the simplest, more simplicity. It, we started, like, very complicated. And after that, we just epurated. I don't know if that's a word. But, uh, yeah, we just make it, made it really simple. And, and what do you think? It's, uh, is this this is your first feature film, yeah, or is this your first horror film? This is my first feature film, and uh, with Seb, Seb did a feature film, his first feature, like five years ago, uh, in Quebec, uh, a, a French drama, uh, not not at all in the horror genre. So, so might, the reason I say is, is sort of, so what lessons were you able to learn from the music videos you've done and the short films you've done that helped you make? Game of Death? Uh, I would say everything. Like, you know, it's just a, a matter. I've done so many music videos, like maybe like uh, 50, 70 at this point. Okay. Uh, I've done commercials. I've done uh, uh, so many things. So uh, I would say we, we, I was kind of prepared for it. It wasn't that much of a challenge. It was more like, oh, shit, I can do something with so many people for me. Like, you know, when you do a music video, it's like, 
you do it, it's for you, it's your idea, but it's still to, 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 to accompany uh, an artist, a music. Uh, uh, yeah, when they're, 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 they're the, the musician is the star of the video, isn't it? So it's all about them, whereas you're exactly. making a movie and people are going, hey, Lawrence, you've made a movie. <laughs> exactly. And on set, you know, there was no client. There was no nothing. The producer, <laughs> when, they quit, when they come to you, it's like you have the final word. It's you do what you want. So it was like a, a, a really, uh, um, it was a really, really, really good feeling to be able to, to do something just for fun that you wanted to exist. It was, a, it was, it, it was a fun ride all the way, you know. No, no, I imagine. I mean, I've not seen the film yet, obviously, because there's no screen has been available in the UK ahead of this. So I've only, I can only imagine from what I've seen of the, uh, of the trailer. But yeah, there's a, there's a. There's a lot of people involved. Um, you, you've got a lot. You've got a lot of people on screen for your film, which yeah, exactly. Like you know, when you do a movie, it sparks with an idea, but after that, that it's a really big collaborative, collaborative art, collaborative work. So uh, that idea evolves, and like you need to be able to 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 go with the flow of that many people embarking on the journey, and like. Uh, uh, they all bring like some spark of idea, and that first idea that you had, you just need to manage it, manage the ship in the sea, you know. So it, it's a really fun uh, uh, exper expertise. I like that. I like the idea you're managing a ship on the sea, and that's the film. <laughs> and when you get well, when you get to port, is that the rap party? Yeah, when you get to yeah, exactly. That's the. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the rap party. When you get to the port, it's the 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 first. Screening the premiere. Ah, okay, okay. Because well, because when the shoot is finished and you have the rap party, it's only uh, half the job done. Now, it may it, it, the, the the what I've seen and and if you, your, your sort of principal characters who are playing the game. Is it seven people altogether that are playing it, and it's their it becomes their dilemma? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, uh, the seven friends that are just chilling in a cabin. Uh, Find a game, and they all sit down to play Game of Death. So, how, from a directorial point of view, how do you maintain something as sort of, I guess, ordinary as playing? A, I know it's not an ordinary game, but obviously, seven people sat in a room playing a game is not cinematic in of itself, is it? So, how do you make something like that interesting? What was your challenge there with you and your DOP? Uh, you mean when they actually play the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the idea of seven people together in a room, on the face of it, yeah. is simple to shoot. You point a camera, you've got seven people in front of you. But it's not interesting, is it? So how do you make something that's not on the face of it interesting to look at and then it, make, it funny, make it interesting? It's, it's funny that you say that because uh, we actually came up with a, a very cool idea for this, but that didn't really end up in the final film because we needed to cut it it was a bit too long but our idea was to do a one day a one shot mm. a, a big one shot where the camera we wanted to have like a, a a cool camera trick to make it interesting so we yeah. had like the camera on the top shot coming down on the game so it's the first time you see the game so it's like you know you just feel like okay this this game is going to to fuck things up so like sh shit is going to hit the fan soon so you have like the camera coming down on the game and after that it just flips and reveal the 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 
one of the character and just continues turning to reveal everyone a bit like that 70 show kind of vibe yeah yeah but yeah, after yeah. but after that the camera turns around the people and gets in the back of them so we we had this long shot to make exactly that moment more interesting than to have like a a, a uh, over the shoulder uh, kind of camera so uh, but I, actually you 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 can still feel it in the in the film but uh, we needed to cut because it was a bit too too long for uh, for the movie got you how does how does co-directing work for you that is a, a question that we get asked often but it's so natural for us you know we've been collaborating uh, for the last the past 10 years We've done music videos. We've done party uh, report, or uh, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but we've done so many stuff. We work in the same office. Uh, We, you know, sometimes I can do a music video on my own, but the big, the next bigger project is going to be with Seb, and Mm. it's really natural. We just really, really well prepare ourselves. Like every scene, every moment. We we talk about it uh, before, and we we just think everything before. And when we are we are on set, we are so prepared that uh, it just flows. And you know, sometimes it's me going to talk with uh, actors. Next take, it's Seb going to talk with actors, and I'm w- with the DOP. It's we don't have one expertise. We're just like a big blob doing everything. And uh, yeah. Maybe you would you, you could talk to Phil about that because Phil was really anxious as a producer uh, to have two directors like the and uh, in the end he was a bit like fuck guys uh, I'm amazed of how well it worked you know well no no you're not the first uh, co-directors I spoke to I just always like I like to ask because I think because it's it, it, it's it always there's, there are some co-directors where it's where literally they split the you know they split the job up they can't they, they make it half. They do half the job each, whatever that might be. But then there's others that are more like yourself, which is it's almost like you do the work together and then through, I guess, through the, the, the passing of time and working together, you understand each other's shorthand so much that you know it's right for you now to go and speak to DOP while he's off talking to an actor or whatever else he's doing. Exactly, and it's uh, and it's a good thing also. You know, it's uh, being a director, sometimes it's a bit lonely, to create a movie, and if it's not a super personal movie, like, you know, I want to do sometime a, a super personal thing, I'll, I'll probably do it alone. But when it's more like a, 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 a fun thing and you want, like, to explore a, a certain uh, universe, uh, you have, like, the, you, you, you dispatch the pressure on two, show, on two different person, you dispatch everything, so when I'm not available, he is, and so it's, less, it, it's kind of less of a pressure also. And on, on the other end, when we need to work, sometimes, you know, we don't have to do this. We do this because it's a passion, so sometimes it's like, okay, like I can give him a kick in the ass to, to, to okay, we need to work, and sometimes it's him uh, uh, pushing me a bit, okay, let's do this shit, so, yeah. Now look, it's, it's obviously the, the, the film. The film is shot in English language, isn't it? Yep. But what would you what would you say is particularly French Canadian about it? Um, I would have to say the the aura, the vibe, yeah. the, the 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 
the, the, the essence of it is uh, uh, um, fresh, French-speaking Canadian. There's one moment in the film where there is a French, uh, a Québécois, a Québécois song by uh, the group Les Bébés, who okay. was super popular in the in the 80s and 90s. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so when we were at Fantasia, the the... the big festival in Montreal and that moment arrived the whole crowd were like whoa like a, uh, applause and like people were like crazy and you know it's the, the only place in the world where people got the joke so it was a, it was a fun moment ah nice 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 so it's your, your own little easter egg for uh, for french canadians to spot exactly <laughs> it was important for us you know uh, french speaking canadian were really proud of our culture we've been like we're the, a, a little province of like seven million people in the whole uh, speaking french and the whole america so uh, we have a really strong culture so for us it, it, it's a, it's also a bit weird to do it in english but it was like we got asked to do it in english so it was still important for us to have some some element of our culture in there no no, no sure sure no, that makes perfect sense um so I didn't. I didn't realize. I mean, seven million is. It sounds like a lot. What's the whole population of Canada then? Canada is like thirty million. Wow. So that's quite a lot of Canada, isn't it? I hadn't realized. We're <coughs> a big country, Stuart. No, no, you're a big country, but I didn't realize there's so many, um, so many French. I mean, I've been to Montreal. It's. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like going to Europe in in North America. Yeah, we have a. That's that's what we we hear. We have the. I like to 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 think we have the best of both parts. Mm. Well, no, no. I mean, because for me, it was I, I was I drove up, I was staying in North New York State, so we drove up for the day, and drove over into Canada and went went through to uh, to Montreal for a couple of days, and um, it was funny for me because obviously I was expected to be French Canadian because I'm, I'm not an idiot, but but there was a there was a Texan fella come out of a shop. As I was walking around, as I was walking just through the streets, and he just went, "What does Moshe Balcoop mean?" <laughs> <laughs> which, which just tickled me when I was well, just, just be, you know, you just wander around because you know, France is over the road from where I live, you know, in terms of the, the size of the world and everything. And I know, I know, there's a difference in the in the in the slight difference in the way the French is, but you know, it's more or less there's a lot of things that are the same, aren't they? Yeah, 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 but but it's funny because uh, you know every time I travel, I feel that I feel more acquaintance with probably the whole world more than friends, even if we speak the, the same language. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> a very sorry, very... sorry to our French uh, listeners. <laughs> I the love you. The French. It is. It is. I've heard that I've heard similar things before. The the French do have a very high regard as to what they think French is, and I don't just mean just the language either. It is a I think it's a definite a definite thing. I mean, to be honest with you, I live in Britain. We have an equ we have an equally stupid uh, delusion as to as to who we think we are. But, uh, yeah, but, but, anyway. but I guess it, I, I guess it's a classic. Uh, also, like you know, you, you always. Hate your brother. You always uh, in the same family. There's always fights. So I guess uh, since we're cousin uh, French, the French and the Quebecers, we need to hate each other a bit. Exactly. Well, my, my wife speaks pretty good French. But oh, she, cool. But she, but On va lui parler en français alors. Not me. I didn't say I did. She's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, but her accent is 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 not qu is not quite a region of um, of France. 
So, because we have friends who live in Lille in North France, and they they'll be they'll be listening to her speak, and they'll be they'll be thinking. And they've asked her, is she from Belgium? And is she from okay. is she from French Canada as well? They're, they're the two they're the two places she gets asked all the time because they because they kind of go, she's not speaking French, but we understand the words, which is kind of weird to me because obviously I don't speak it at all. And I'd have thought as long as you can get the words across, then it it must be French, but clearly it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, buddy. Tell me something from a fact from 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 your movie that only those that were on set while it got shot would know. Um, the the ones that were uh, in charge of the all the on set special effects, the Blood Brothers, hmm. who are amazing. Uh, they became friends, uh, Jib and Carlos, and uh, the you know we had a blood cannon to. <laughs> make make blood like explode in the face of the actors when there's a head explosion. All the actors were like pfft, getting uh, blood the, the, uh, from the blood cannons. And you know it's a pretty high pressure uh, thing that the Blood Brothers made. It's like a, a, a compressor attached with a big metal rod, and it's a pretty uh, 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 big thing. And the first day of the shoot when we needed the blood cannon. Jib tested it at home, and he didn't watch the pressure in the in the the, the compressor, and yeah. it just smashed his face. It broke his jaw at two no. different places and a couple of teeth. So when he arrived on set, he just came on set the next day, and he had like full of stitches and like braces, and he was like, "Okay, we're well, that happened, but now we're gonna." make that explode in the face of the actors and everybody was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah, yeah Jib, Jib, Jib is a warrior. Well, you know, you know that the, you, you've got a rival to your blood cannon this year at Fright Fest and you, maybe, you should have a cannon off. Um, one of the first <laughs> podcasts I did for the preview of Fright Fest is for the, for the film Adult Babies. Okay. Yeah, and they've got a shit cannon. In their movie. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to stick with my blood cannon. It's still, uh, still is disgusting. <laughs> I think, I think it'd be. But, but you know, but you know, I can put shit in my blood cannon too. You know. <laughs> See, that's not a sentence I ever thought I was going to hear today, and I'm glad I've heard it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys going to be in town for your movie? Yes, we're coming in uh, just for the weekend, so we're arriving on the 26th and leaving on the 28th. Right, and so you'll be there for a Q&A and stuff? We'll be there for the Q&A on the night of the 26th. I think it's at like 11.30, I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 I think it's something like that, yeah. Well, look, thank you very much for your time coming on the podcast. It's been a blast. Thank you, Stuart. It was a very cool interview. Listening to the Britflix Frightfest Preview Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.